Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orslan. And I am John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hey, Kate. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm hanging in there. It's my friend Jamie's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Jamie. She probably doesn't listen to this, but... Well, that could change. I'll tell her. Yeah, you should tell her. It's a shout out. Just download, like, subscribe, listen, all the things. I wish you a happy birthday. I can think of no better birthday present than the two of us wishing her happy birthday (laughs) on one of the largest Virginia-based real estate podcasts out there. It's really quite a gift. It it keeps on giving, I think. That's a term that's often thrown about, but I feel like this is really accurate in this case. So, a topic that has nothing to do with Jamie's birthday, although still, happy birthday, Jamie. Uh, Today we're going to talk about something that's never really been discussed here on Caveat Realtor, to my knowledge, and that is staging. This is something that I think most of our listeners have experience with, but just in case, let's offer a quick primer on what exactly staging is. Why not? Why not? Staging is the act of presenting a property in the best light to allow it to sell as quickly as possible. ASAP. That can include everything from changing the paint colors in the living room to completely emptying the house and bringing in rental furniture and fixtures. Now, experts say that staging is a good way to establish the vision that you have for the house on the market. You can make the house look bigger, make it look cleaner. We should probably clean it anyway, but make it look cleaner in the sense of sleeker clean lines not yeah. like dirt uh, that's what uh, i was taking warmer and or sleeker again depending on the market in that area and you can do it all with some relatively simple tweaks to the property you may ask yourself is there any benefit to staging well according to statistics from nar's 2019 profile of home staging of buyer's agents said that staging makes it easier for buyers to visualize the property as their future home. Maybe even more importantly, 44% of buyer's agents say that staging a home increased the dollar value their clients offered. It seems to work. It does seem to work, uh, at least for the majority of people surveyed. So now that we know why it's a good idea, how do you get started and actually, you know, doing it well first and this seems so obvious that i don't know if you can really call it staging get your sellers to declutter their home before putting it on the market remove mm-hmm. accumulated junk tidy up etc etc according to that same nar study 95 percent of agents recommend this step to their sellers which really just makes me wonder who the other five percent are maybe they're working with people who are naturally decluttered perhaps maybe they have uh, they've already marie kondo Marie to their house. Nothing sparks joy. Nothing. They've gotten rid of everything that doesn't spark joy. Right. Marie Kondo would go in and be like, I have nothing to suggest. It's perfect. So that we'll assume that that's who the 5% of these uh, surveyed agents are. Right. They're like, Marie Kondo's own personal agents. They work with people who've already. Anyways. That's possible. Just a thought. 
Uh, staging can be as simple as changing out area rugs or adding fresh cut flowers to the dining room table. Or it can involve completely removing all of the seller's furniture and replacing it with carefully curated chairs and lamps. Um, for the former, that's typically something that you or your firm can handle. For the latter, though, it might make sense to hire a home stager. Right. And a home stager has, has several benefits. First, this is an outside company that usually and hopefully hopefully brings a designer's eye to your client's house. And the results can often be a stunning transformation of the property that could easily translate into quicker and higher offers. And that could be a transformation that's a lot cheaper than the homeowners going through extensive renovations, something like that. Right. And second, it takes the pressure of sprucing up the home off of your plate as an agent. You're already pretty busy. And instead of taking time out of your day to move rugs and install chandeliers, you can focus on marketing the property and working with your clients. Kate, it's always a catch, right? What's the catch? Well, I'm going to tell you. Just calm down. I'm, I'm working on it. Settle down. In this case, there are actually two potential catches. The first is cost. So professional staging is not cheap. And normally it involves a monthly fee rather than a one-time cost. And that monthly fee can get into the thousands of dollars per month, depending on your area and your market. Um, so then you have to make that business decision, right? Do you, as you know, a service to your clients, absorb that cost, or do you turn around and pass it along to your sellers? So that's a, a discussion you're going to have to have, obviously, with your broker and then with your sellers and figure out what's the best way to handle that, that expense. The second hurdle to professional staging is the pride of your sellers. They may have been in their house for years and have all of their knickknacks and furniture displayed precisely to their liking. Their liking may be very specific. Yes. And we're, we're, so it can be a hit to the ego for a stranger to come in and immediately replace all of that. We should say we're using coded language here. It's precisely to their taste. Those are words you can use with them when you can't say, this is hideous. Right? <laughs> your stuff is ugly and it makes people not want to buy your house. We've all seen those um, listing photos that circulate on the web of people's homes that are peculiar. Yes, that's again a very diplomatic way of, of phrasing it. So if you worry that might be the case, you may want to prepare some statistics showing the potential benefits. Or, you know, I would say just play them this podcast, but probably this what we just talked about they might find offensive. You know, they have to learn. This is <laughs> this is hard truth. <laughs> Tough love. Tough love. That's something that has to happen. Um, and so a relatively new option that could kind of alleviate some of those issues um, that's become pretty prevalent in recent years is virtual staging. Now, this is where you don't actually physically change anything about the property. So you don't cart out furniture and bring in rental furniture. You don't paint. You don't do any of that stuff. Instead, you use the power of digital tools to alter photographs and present a picture of what the house could look like. This is a particularly common practice when selling houses that are currently vacant. Instead of paying a staging firm to set up the house or taking time out of your schedule to do so, you can simply use Photoshop or similar software to add paint, furniture, lighting, flooring to the house. Once again, there's a catch. I see a theme here. Come on, guys. This is a, a risk management legal podcast. There's always going to be catches. You should know that by now. Um, while there's nothing technically illegal or unethical about using virtual staging, we need to make, make that clear, just using virtual staging in and of itself is not a problem. 
The issue could be that you have to be super cautious when you present any advertising that looks different than the actual state of the property. We've talked about this issue before, specifically regarding landscaping. If you're selling a house in the winter but want to show potential buyers how it will look in full bloom in the spring, you may use digital tools to make the grass greener or add leaves onto trees. You can certainly do that, but you better make sure that the tree isn't dead and the grass will turn green in the spring before you do. Right, and so that same caution should apply when you're virtually staging a house. The safest thing to do is to always disclose in the MLS or wherever you post these pictures that the virtually staged scene is an example of how the house could look, not necessarily how it does look. When in doubt, make sure you always disclose. If you're a realtor, you also need to make sure you comply with Article 12 of the Code of Ethics, which requires you to present a true picture in your advertising. As long as you don't mislead consumers with your images, meaning that you are clear that the house doesn't look like this in real life, you should be fine. Also, when we're talking about adding in different fixtures, be careful because technically they may convey with the house. Hmm, so you true. need to be very careful about the contract language and whether you actually want to install fixtures onto the property to make it look more um, beautiful. That's very true. That's a good point. And now... A word from our sponsor. VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time homebuyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit VHDA.com. Kate, let's go to Legal Hotline Town. Yeah. I have a vacant house that I want to put on the market. Instead of spending a lot of money to put actual furniture in the house, I want to use some virtual staging software to paint the walls and add furniture fixtures. If I put those pictures in the MLS beside pictures of the actual empty rooms, is that allowed? So first things first, check your MLS rules. They may have specific regulations that go above and beyond what we're discussing here. If the MLS says it's okay, that shouldn't be a problem as long as you clearly indicate that the pictures are virtually staged. Having the actual pictures side by side with the virtually staged ones would be helpful as that will further drive home the point that virtual staging is just that, virtual. My clients want to sell their home, but it's incredibly cluttered and the furniture is tattered and outdated. I think that bringing in a professional stager would add a tremendous amount of value to the home, but they refuse to move their stuff out for the stager. What can I do? So I'm sure that you've all had difficult clients in this way or any number of other ways. Uh, and your clients have the last say in what they want to do with their listing. However, if you feel like they are thwarting your ability to sell the home as agreed to in your listing agreement, then you may have to make a business decision as to whether you can continue with the relationship. As a compromise, maybe suggest that a stager only does one or two rooms of the house. Maybe they would do the living room and the kitchen or something like that. That can give potential buyers a feel for the possibilities of the space while still allowing your clients to keep their stuff in the property. Let's limit their risk. Let's do that. Make sure you explain to your clients the pot potential benefits of staging, whether done by a professional company or by you as the listing agent. If you go the virtual staging route, be very careful to clearly state that the virtually staged pictures are not representative of how the house actually looks. Otherwise, you could be in trouble for misleading advertising. If your clients won't budge... Maybe play this podcast for them? Question mark? Question mark? Could be risky, but fortune favors the bold. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. 
Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Like License.